welcome to the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the Red and Black League. To learn more about the league, go to redandblackleagues.com. Now to the show, featuring YHH publisher Tony Scott, the forum guru, Carl East, and the reigning most viewed high school games champion, Danny Ryan. Here's Danny. Well, thank you, Drew. I am Danny Ryan, joined with you in studio, Tony Scott. How you doing, Danny? And only Tony this weekend because um, somebody decided to skip out of Dodge he's or not, Duluth. He's not really committed you know he's not a true commit okay he's just a soft verbal i i think i went to calgary last year and made an appearance yeah carl is kind of lame that way so carl is in chicago oh that's so far away i know it it's not like he can't call in Mm -mm. what's the difference between chicago and duluth probably um better food Mm, probably (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. We had some good food up in uh, East oh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, didn't we? Uh, questionable on that. Wow. I, it, it's something you don't do is rip the rip the red pepper. I, you kind of did. Just the look on your face. You kind of <sighs> private schooled it a little bit. You're like, hey, this what isn't did, that good. What did I say about it? I said that I had Jimmy John's <laughs> earlier in the day, and I would go back there. <laughs> Just seen the look on the people's faces that they were like, oh, <laughs> we kind of like the red pepper. <laughs> and I was like, this, this should do pop pop. Although I do admit, I finally, I confess, I did not get a grinder. I did get a grinder. You had to. I made sure of it, didn't I? Yes. Yes. I made sure of it. And I went off the grinder because I've had enough. I've had three in this year. And I said, no more grinders. Give me the tostada. And I was really pleased with the, the combo tostada. That was better than the grinder. I, I thought our YHH road trip was pretty successful. Very much so. Very um, much so. so we went up to East Grand and War Road this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, or not this weekend, Friday night. Yep. Um, feels like a long time ago, but it yeah. probably wasn't. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That was probably a news and nuggets for us. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. First time at that rink. What was your take on the rink? Well, my take on the rink was pretty cool. Um, it would have been great to see the first goal. <laughs> uh, you Come know, when, when you when you travel with Tony, he's got to say hi to everybody, I guess. And it's not my fault. What time did we arrive at the rink? Uh, seven twenty-six. Okay, and what time was the game supposed to start? Seven thirty. With an anthem, it's probably seven thirty-three, right? Well, on a good day. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. I thought we were seven minutes early. We were about we were seven 15 minutes, minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That's never happened to me before. Well, we're walking around the rink, and we hear a big cheer, and I was like, oh, kids are on the ice. And I was like, Tony, you better run. And so then we get up there, and the, the lady, nice lady at the door. minutes yeah. on the clock. She's like, oh, you just missed a goal. Oh, and I was like, my God. And you were already going to punch me in the face, I, and then we missed a goal, and now I got punched twice. Yes. Yes, so um, that happened, but no, it was a fun rink. A lot of people there. That was a packed house for the most part. A lot of gold. Yeah, I, I don't think every seat was taken, but had there not been uh, like standing room seating along the nice rails with with like, yeah cu- countertops and all that hunch rails. Let's nice call them. railing. Uh, if there there were no rail seating, 
there would have been a lot more seats filled in the rink. Yeah, and it would have been close to full. I was impressed. Yeah, definitely. It, w- it was a it was an easy drive up there in my Subaru. Uh, I mean Toyota. <laughs> um, so no, everything was um, everything was good to go. That was there. the highlight of my trip. I mean, there were some. I saw some great people up, and yep, my, I got a lot of my world folk, my East Grand Fork folk. But when we walked out of the Red Pepper, the uh, guy Josh. we had, Josh, we had. Uh, dinner with dinner with looked at Danny's car. He goes, is "That a Subaru?" And I nearly fell over laughing. No, he said, "Oh, I love the color." And I was like, "Yeah, it's Moonrock." <laughs> oh, is that a Toyota? Yeah, yeah. Is that a Subaru? <laughs> As Josh got in his Ford F one fifty, so it was good that stuff. was uh, yeah. Was well, good stuff. talking about Subarus, the person that um, makes our rankings also drives a Subaru. Yes, he does, Carl. We yep. miss you. Yeah, we you. miss you. He's not listening. He won't listen. Either. Oh, no way. No, no. chance. No way. So we just rip his Subaru. <laughs> okay. Uh, other uh, news and nuggets, Stone? Uh, Kyle Kukin in the night before that, Thursday in the Andover loss, uh, Maple Grove's Andover loss, uh, broken leg out for the year. We'll have surgery, I'm guessing, yeah. sometime in the next seven to ten days. Uh, his buddy from the Euro Red days back, dating way back, uh, Jack Smith is out from St. Cloud Cathedral with a shoulder injury. And is this a uh, separated shoulder? Is this a broken I, collarbone? Is this a sore shoulder? We will find out, and we will find out how good the uh, Crusaders can be without him. He did not play in no. the game on against Saturday at the Totino. Catholic Cup against yeah. Totino, which they won 7-5. to five. Yes, with an empty net. Yep. yep, I was at that one. I woke up early, and then Jack Smith's not playing. I purposely haven't gone to see Totino because I'm going to see them three times this week sure. at the uh, Hockey for Life. So, all right, uh, let's do uh, Carl's top ten. Uh, later in the segment, later in the show, Matt Gleason joined me in studio to record a session. Uh, I was so impressed with Matt on his uh appearance earlier this year i said we got to get this guy back on the show and just talk hockey stuff and i gotta tell you the pre-show just like our pre-show is sometimes better than the actual show some of his commentary and takes before we actually turn the record (laughs) button on were fantastic it was fun to have him we do our matt and i do our own top tens i'm i have his written down here and uh, mine written down here and we'll we'll line them up next to carl's and see who what we think um, you want to talk a little bit about maybe who we think our top five for Class A would be then? You want to do that right now? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it right I now. Could, I could freelance that one. So, that one. Warroad's our top team. I've I've been the Class A ranker on YHH, and I went after Montemite. I got beat by Hill Handley. I moved Ward up, and I moved him up because they beat the defending state champs. It's six by to three, five I want to something Whatever. by three goals. I yeah, say. so I put him there. A little bit of a bold move because it's so easy then just to mm-hmm. immediately put Hermantown there, which yep. which all the other rankers in the state have done. I'm like, you know what? I'm I love Hermantown. I'm sick of Hermantown just automatically Crowning getting the it. number one. Yeah, just because just, they're Hermantown. Yeah, and they do play a tough schedule, and they are probably the best team in the state. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm gonna put them there and see if they can they can hold on to it. And they've done a nice job holding on to that number one spot. Going starting the year nine and zero. Yeah, so you have War Road and then uh, Hermantown? Hermantown, and then I think Cathedral. after what, what Cathedral has done, yeah, you know, have against Greenway up. and yeah. Totino and these games, Thief River, they've established themselves as the number three team in the state. And then EGF, I think Matamidi myself. Well, they just lost nine to two. 
Who did they lose to? Hermantown. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think we got to go EGF. Because they were, in some ways, better than Warroad on Friday yeah. night. I mean, yeah. we'll get to that, you know, yeah, in, in games of the bit. past. Yeah. So I'm going to go EGF. I like that. And yep. then let's go Mott. I might, I might even go Orno. Orno, Orno, Orno Mott. I think, I think Mott's going to suffer a little bit without Hagstrom in the lineup yeah, for I, a few weeks. So I, I, think I, think that, so I think I'm comfortable sliding Mott down, kind of like when we do double-A rankings. Yeah, I think see that Maple Grove is going to have to slide. Yeah. Maple Grove's going to have to earn their way back into the rankings without yeah. Kyle Kukinen. Um So then who do we have at number seven? Probably a Monticello. Does that sound right? Uh, or do we want to say Greenway? Team. Greenway? No, I, I think it's Denfeld. Denfeld might have had a loss this week. I might have. Mm, if they did, it was at it was at Hermantown five yeah. to one. So I, I don't think that. I, yeah, I think that Denfeld is the okay. Real so deal. so Denfeld you Greenway asked us to do five. Now we're into seven. Now I'm, no, well, this is Denfeld, the hardest part. Yeah, Denfeld this is the hard part Greenway. Of class a. Greenway maybe Denfeld Greenway. I'd have to go and look at my weeks, my ones last week, and see who. Had I'm the just doing this losses. off the top of my. Yeah, head. I know you are. I'm gonna. I gotta go cheat and go. And look then who I have. I'd go Denfeld Greenway. Monticello and maybe TRF to finish uh, that off. There's a lot of good teams out there. There <laughs> really are. Gentry didn't have a great week. Um, Why? What did they do wrong? They they didn't have a great win. I didn't. I noted it. I had Gentry at nine. Mount Ostaka lost. I like yeah. I said. I had Alex at seven and Denfield at eight. I don't think Alex lost. Alex beat Fergus. And I don't know about how anyone can beat Fergus. Hmm. Um, I'm not. I, I, I got to see what Denfeld did too. That would be the interesting one. Denfeld six re, uh, six one to Hermantown. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I what think else. that could have been one. That's of their not. Only. That's still a top ten team. Believe sure. it or not. I think it yeah. drops off after five teams, or six you know? I, after Orono. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. So okay, uh, that's uh, and Greenway put up a pretty good fight four to two against Minnetonka. I want to say. Uh, or not Minnetonka, Moorhead, Moorhead, Moorhead. Yeah. And, and they played East Grand. I think it was about the same score, wasn't it? With probably. East Grand, probably. All right. Uh, five rip against East Grand. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, East Grand's a good team. Really yeah, good we, team. Really good team. Okay, Carl's. All we right, have, we both it. haven't looked at these, so I'm nope. clicking on to them. Nope. Uh, no surprise, Eden Prairie. Yep. Um, got tested, though. But yep. still number one undefeated. I'm sure he says Andover. Andover. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing he's going to say White Bear. Yep. 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 And uh, then this is where it gets interesting. Now he has Hill there. I Yeah. Matt and I had him flip-flopped. Yeah. Three and four. Yep. That tie to St. Thomas is questionable for Hill. And yep. And then he has Rosemount. Yeah. Let's see what Matt had. Let's see what he did. Do you have his over there? Yeah, I do. So Matt had Hill at five and Rosemount at four. Okay. Then All he has right. Lakeville South. Uh, yep, that's what Matt had. I think I had Edina at six. Oh, Carl's just finally texting us that he won't be able to come on Make the show. show? Uh, wow, that's newsworthy. Great, great. Um, <laughs> I had Edina at six and Lakeville South at seven. He has Maple Grove at seven. Yeah, see, he's being way too Too kind. generous to that. If I'm a ranker, and I say this in the segment with Matt, too, Maple Girls got to prove what they can do. They're out of the top ten they can, until they can win their way back. You know, but it. if you look at college football stuff, like if a starting quarterback goes down. Tua. They, Tua goes down. They don't move them out completely yet. I would. I, I know. I would. I know. I'm, I'm a harsher ranker than most. Okay, he's got Blaine at number eight. 
Uh, let me look and see where we had Blaine. Uh, Blaine at nine for Matt, and then I had Blaine at eight, so we so. agree. Um, and then he has Edina at number nine. Woo, okay. Which I, I think is a good place for them. Well, and I think none of these teams are really worth as high as they are because they have some really egregious losses. Yep. Um, Wyzetta's number 10. Um, and, and then, then who he had Edina at nine? Nine. Okay. And then it looks like Blake at 11, Creighton at 12, Moorhead, Creighton moving up slightly. Yeah. Um, Moorhead at 13, St. Thomas at 14, which I think is maybe not so accurate with St. Thomas. And Stillwater 7-1 and one at 15. Which yeah. Where does he have Benilde? Who next up? Out? 16, yeah. 16. I First have one at out. 10. First one out. I have 10, and you'll hear what I have to say about it. Yeah, it's but the they're 4, take. 3, and 2. Yeah, but they've played all tough teams. There's not yeah, any uh, that's cupcakes in that schedule. Yep. Um, I have Creighton at nine and Benilde at ten, and Matt had uh, he. Uh, what did he have? He had Blaine at nine and Wyzetta at ten. Okay. So okay. we're all kind of in the same ballpark there, and we all kind of think that it's wide open. You know what we should do next week, middle segment, Tony? Hmm. Buy or sell. <laughs> there can be a lot of sells. Sell, there sell, is going to be a lot of selling next week. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Okay, you want to talk about some games that happened? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, Moorhead, um, Moorhead to St. Mike two in overtime. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I don't know say? what to. I, eight double A's. Eight double A's a grab bag right it's now. It's a mess. Okay. Um, green. Okay. Well, here's the deal, though. Six double A. It's the same way. It's the same way. It's not I, a big difference. I was talking to some six AA coaches this weekend. Same conversation. I was like, "Who's your top team? Who is it?" <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's Edina. <laughs> Just crickets. There's nobody. Yeah, there is nobody. Um. Okay. Greenway two Evelith zero. Good showing for Evelith. I thought. Greenway beat them. Yes, but I think Evelith is. I think they're as good as. Greenway. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I noted this game. All right. Okay. Orono 5, Holy Family 2. Good win for Orono. Great win for Orono. Rosemount 7, Chaska 0. I think Pounded them. I think that's why Carl moved them up. Um, I would, yes. I would assume. White Bear Lake 3, Hill Murray 2 in overtime. I was at this Best one. Best game of the week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this um, – Edina Eden Prairie could have been yeah. best game of the week, but this was this one was definitely up there. Um, Coach Lechner for uh, Hill Murray was doing a lot of line matching in this game, so he was going ones versus threes, ones versus twos, twos versus ones, two, like threes versus ones, because what I really think he sees is the Pierre Ishan Strobel line. They don't have a lot of size, right, right. and so. His ones can't necessarily match up with a lot of teams' ones because a lot of teams' ones are bigger, right. right? And so now he has to hide them in a couple of different spots. You got you got to hide them against twos, hide them against threes, and make them pounce against that, right? Yep. Now puts the pressure on a couple of different things with that. And so the difference maker in this game was White Bears twos, okay. Um, their second line versus Hill, where they started to camp, uh, capitalize on that. So I think that was like Holfeld or, or yeah, Grant Holfeld. Yeah, something. Uh, um, I forget their whole <laughs> roster. Probably uh, New Power. Is he on that line? No, he's on he's on the, on the ones. So okay. New Power, Rose, and Rhodes. 
yeah. um, or their ones. Yeah. And so what happened was with seven minutes to go, um, I think that's when Hill took the lead. And then the game broke loose. Then it felt like a section final. Before that, it was kind of just, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. where are you? I, I thought there was a lot of good hockey plays made in that game. I thought the goaltenders both played great in the first two periods. And then Remy kind of got soft, I oh. thought. Let's see. Uh, I don't think the game-tying goal was Remy's fault. And no. The game winner was a defensive turnover. So. Yeah. No, there was just juicier rebounds. Oh. And when juicier rebounds start to happen in a tight game, then the crowd starts feeling it, and then momentum starts building that yeah. way. And so um, that's that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, so – with that seven minutes left, then the crowd started getting into it. Oh yeah, both sides. Both sides, and that was that was fun. And so then, um, once White uh, White Bear then ties it with fifteen point seven left. That's okay, crazy. and then momentum was kind of all on their side. Yep, they got on the power play in, in overtime, and I don't know if the Billy Rose was a power play or I'm not. not. Sure, if it, it was. If it wasn't, it was right after it was over. And so, um, right, so Billy Rose scores. I go to the guy to my right. I go, who was that? And this guy's like, old guy, I don't know. I just got here. What's going on? No way. <laughs> and then I go to this Hill JV player, grab him. I go, who was that? <laughs> because I'm sending out a tweet, you know, taking yeah, a picture. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, number 10. And I'm like, Billy Rose. And I walked straight out, and I got out of Aldrich you five minutes. You to get out of the big parking lot. Well, yeah, because that's a gong show once, you know, it everything is. breaks loose. So, yeah, um, break uh, takeaway in this game, White Bear has final change if they're going to finish out as the number one seed. Yeah, and then it, according to you, that matters because I think Lex that wants to get his line changed, and in. that's that's what I'm thinking. I think that means a lot for Lechner, a lot more than it does for Sager. I watched the game. I watched periods two, well, m- middle of the first period two, period three, and overtime, and I thought that I thought Hill was the better team, in my eyes, and I, that's why I ranked him number three and White Bear number four, and. I, I think it's rankings. a flip of a coin game, but that's a good thing for section four. Yep. So that's a good section. So now Stillwater's starting to it's still water. creep up. Yeah. Excuse me. They look good in the Eden Prairie game when yes. I saw them. They they play hard. Um, now it's curious. White Bear will play them twice, and Hill will play them once. So it's yep. how they do in those matchups. Yep. yep. I don't see White Bear losing the number one seed, even if they lose one game to Stillwater. I could see – Hill getting the three seed yeah. if they lose one game to Stillwater. If they get the three seed, then, then do they have to take the banners down for the seven? They always game? have to take the banners down. So something <laughs> I learned about Section 4 AA yeah. is both of the games are getting played on the Wednesday, I think, yeah. because Super Tuesday for primaries yeah. is on – falls that Tuesday okay. of section finals and semifinal week. So you know how they would play like their um, – I think it was Monday. Maybe they're both Monday night. They were so, crazy. So it, yes. it, it was a two night. So now they're one night. So okay? they're going to play Wednesday and Friday? Uh, or Monday and, and Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. So just. Uh, I would love it if it was Monday. It would be I, yeah. If it's Monday, nothing goes on on that Monday. So uh, other than 2A, I think. Right. So um, uh, TBD on that, but keep your eye open if right. you're a 4 AA fan. Yep. Um, because it's Super Tuesday. Yeah. So yep. there's a little bit of change on that. Um, okay, Hermantown 6, Demfeld 1. We just talked about this a little while yep. ago. Um, good win for Hermantown. They had a strong week. Um, 
Shocker, Puzzler, Benilde won, Wyzetta won. 38 to 20 on shots for Benilde, I want to say, but its shots don't matter. Sog Monster does not matter. Sog Monster does not matter. For Wyzetta, Wyzetta can get two shots and score two goals, and that's all they care. Yep. So um, I, I think this is a good tie for Wyzetta uh, more than it is for Benilde, but it's hard to read into this one. It's an interesting section. Matt and I talked about this off air. Okay. And we talked, he was talking about the section. Yeah. And, um, He's he was the one who brought it up. He's like, look at all the games amongst those top five teams. They're it's crazy. all ties or one goal games. What does that say about the playoffs? It's. I was talking to somebody this weekend too, and I was. They were like, it's going to be a great state tournament. I go, no, it's going to be a great semifinal Saturday. We yeah. could be in for a weird state tournament. Yeah, an Anoka <laughs> state tournament. It's exactly when you said a great, a weird state tournament. I'm like, you mean like Anoka, Anoka? with blonde hair? Yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be that kind of state tournament. It's, it really a, is. It, and so I don't know what to expect with this, but this is a good litmus test for how crazy Section Saturday is going to get. That should be a segment that's a better middle segment uh than uh pump or dump it should be <laughs> you love pump or dump it should be who's gonna be this year's anoka oh. you know because there's gonna be an anoka in the state tournament this year you know it i know you know there's I gonna know. be one in both classes i want to say uh, oh for sure for sure i, and I really I, think i agree um okay chaska four buffalo zero i thought this was a good win for the hawks even though um Buffalo is an anomaly right they now. Lost to Rogers again. <laughs> like, what do they play like five times in the year? They're it's like Edina and EP. <laughs> and they're a late conference team, and they've played Rogers twice. Twice. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, Burnsville four, Lakeville North three in overtime. I just want to point out to um, everybody: this is where Lakeville North probably is. They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. So when you start to look at rankings that had them at number five, I think I saw as high as yeah. like. That's a little pump the brakes. Yep. I mean, they're a good team, but they're well. We'll see them this week at Hockey for Life. They'll have three good challenges. Yeah, and, and we'll see where they go. Peter but on ten minutes this last week said that he thought that was their he, that was his team who he thought would go three and zero. I don't think he saw that. Peter watches too much girls. Oh wow, <laughs> that's true. So do I. Um, where am I? Egan two shock P one in overtime. Here come the Sabres. Sabres. Sabres ERS, mind you, not R-E-S. Spelled S-A-B-E-R-S, Sabres. Okay. Not like Buffalo Sabres or Shattuck St. Mary Sabres or Sartell. Sartell Sabres are all R-E-S's. This is an ERS. Is that because the saber-toothed tiger is spelled that way? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, thank you for your spelling and pronunciations. All right. Um, Eastview 4, Prior Lake 4 in overtime. Tony? A lot of red-black players on this team. A lot of red-black players. Um, it's a great league. Uh, we we beat this drum every week on this show. If you're a high school hockey player that is not destined for the high school elite league, uh, check out the red-black league. It's a great league. No checking. High intensity. Uh, a great way to meet other people from, from other teams. Uh, my son played in the league. He met guys from Sartell, Armstrong, Cooper, Minneapolis, Minnehaha. They were from all over the place. Probably like somewhere around the casino, too. And lots of casino. He never had casino guys on his team. Okay. Uh, but he, lots of kids he met um, and made, made great friends. 
played some competitive games, got about 20 games in the spring and 20 games in the fall, trained with his, his high school, you know, STP program. Uh, it's a great way to accent your uh, your training program for hi- high school hockey players. So I, I'm going to say this. Watch out now, but prior like the casino team is – they're looking good right now, Tony. I You can hit that button again. You can hit it. But it's true. They are, they're getting hot, and that's a section that after Eden Prairie gets complicated. Yeah, and that Braim, uh, that that game at Braemar, that 11 o'clock Braemar game. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play in that one. It's a trap one. It is definitely a trap one. All right, what else you got? Um, What else I got? I got Lakeville South 3, Holy Family 1. About what I expected. Yep. Um, I got... Minnetonka 8, STMA 5. Minnetonka went on a goal spree here. Yeah, 14 goals in two games. Yeah. So, good for Minnetonka, kind of yep. right in the ship. We talked about that. They need to – that's a team that needs to pump or dump right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm pumping Tonka now. Mm-hmm. Um, After four weeks of dumping. Yes. Uh, St. Cloud Cathedral 6, Orno 3, 3 unanswered by Blake Purvix, right? Yep. Or, uh, and yep. so Purvix, a nice game there and a good win for the Crusaders, but Jack Smith getting injured in this game, That's I'm pretty sure. Raises some questions for sure. Yep. Um, the, the thing that – now, this is a very good team. I saw them play this weekend. The, the, the takeaway with the, them is when they lose Warner or Smith, though Hiltner moved up, it just changes their second line. Now, Hirschfeld is not playing with Hiltner and right. Motzko. You know, it's just you start to juggle things, and, and the mad scientist just cannot catch up with it type no. of thing. Uh, I still think they, even without one of those big two, I still think they're the best team in 6A. They have a and, very good decor, Bell, and, oh, Bogenholm, yeah. and yep. Zins. Yep. yep. Uh, they miss That's Amundsen. As good a decor as you'll find in the state. Yes. A or double A. Yes. Yeah, very strong on that side. I, I did um, enjoy that when I was watching them this weekend. And over four, Maple Grove zero. Kyle Kukinen got injured, but in the last three minutes mm-hmm. of the game. So, I mean, this is a score that holds up. You no know, matter what. No right? matter what. I just want to note that. Had that he gotten hurt in the first three minutes, then it would be a more of an asterisk score. Y- yes, but this is not an asterisk uh-uh. score. Andover is this good. Watch Correct. out for them right now. I think yep. they are a clear number two. Yep. Um, Carl does have that right. Praise be to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but Tony has found sound effects for this week. Um, Grand E Dyna four Grand Rapids zero. Jimmy Clark was back in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Rapids was not ready for this game. It didn't no. look like um, bust they, legs. They <laughs> they settled in. They had a good game against Eden Prairie, although they didn't. Well, score. they played a good sixteen minutes in the first period. They you know they then, hung in there, but then I think Jimmy Clark scored in yeah. the in the like ten seconds, fifteen seconds, and left then the first period, oh. and then it was just like they couldn't recover. Yeah, and my my takeaway with Rapids this weekend is, you know, they had a good game against Eden Prairie. They had a comeback against Elk River. They're still a good team. They're, some, uh, they're a team to watch out for. They have a very good defenseman in Jack Purd and a great goaltender in Carter Clafton. Just watch out for them. they got to settle in. I have not seen a consistent set of lines for Edina yet. 
I think I think that's going to be scientist. It's but, there's I don't know what to look for. Are you going to ask Kurt about that this weekend? I will ask Kurt about that. You're going to talk to Kurt Giles? I will talk to him three times. I'm the <laughs> I'm the host of the tournament. I that's my job is to <laughs> talk to the coaches and uh, assure that they've are taken care of during our events and uh, make sure that they're coming back to our event for 2020. Sure. So uh, yeah, I'll talk to Kurt a handful of times this weekend. Um, Moorhead 4, Greenway 2. I thought this was a good showing by Greenway, but Moorhead needs to win these games, and they did. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a good win for them. Eastview 3, Cloquet 2. Good yep. win for Eastview. Yeah, Brianna was there. Not yep. that she's a huge hockey expert, but at the end of the day, she said, you know, Eastview really outskated them. And, the and when Eastview has decent teams, they are good skating teams. Yeah, and I think this is a team that's – you know, they did beat St. Thomas, and if they can get a split with Rosemount, I'd like to be at that uh, section seating table. Ugh. Right? Ugh. Think about that. That's an ugly they one. Have a, I want to see – Eastview's a team that's definitely on my front burner. I'm going to see them play at least two times this year. Yeah. I want to think that they can make a move in 3AA and be in the state tournament. We talk about teams that you don't think about at the start of the season but then become relevant. Eastview is one of them for Absolutely. us, I would say, this year. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely um, argue that. Um, game that we drove up for, War Road 6, East Grand Forks 3. Six goals in the first nine minutes. <laughs> it started to settle in. There was a quick one to start the second, and I forget yeah. if that was – who was that? That wasn't – that was – was that um, Foster, Anthony Foster, that scored it? The fourth goal? I don't remember yeah. the fourth goal. There were so many the goals. The four to four happened really fast, too. I would have started tweeting, and then it was like, bing, 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 bing. And it was like, it was okay, hard. I don't even know where I'm standing yet. It was too hard. Uh, the, 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 the sequence of goals was crazy. They yes. scored three goals in 50 seconds, and yep. World scored two goals in 18 seconds. Yeah. It, it, was, it, it was rifling. So a couple fun things I heard, um, at least from War Road's side, is when they play East Grand, East Grand does a really good job at equalizing whatever they do. And that was very true in this game. It, as War Road scored to make it 4-3, to three, East Grand right back. This was really one of the first times that it was the opposite of that. Right. I agree. Um, in a weird coincidence, um, so I didn't know this about eight – a okay, so Jay Hart. You and I had never been to an eight A versus eight A game. So eight A um, back in the day. Okay, Jay Hardwick was playing for War Road, mm -hmm. current head coach of them. Tyler Palmasino was playing for EGF. Tyler Palmasino put the game winner against War Road to go to the state tournament. Wow. That's yeah, that's a fun. Fact. So <laughs> Palmasino has had Hardwick's number his whole life. Except Friday night. Except Friday night. And so that's um, it's kind of a fun, you know, fact with that rivalry. Besides the uh, the, the committed players, you know, the yeah. Slukinskis and yeah. uh, Panzer and Osmus and those guys, the guys that we hear, give me a couple names that just stood out to you. Uh, in the game. Give me one second. I got to look up that. You're looking up Blake Norris, number five. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. He's my guy. You can't take my guy. Yeah, but Blake Norris, I mean, even to score the empty net goal, he has the puck right away, like, to charge up the ice. He done, does a circle, resets his team, passes it to Shagabe, and Shagabe shoots a, 
a lob wedge into the net. I mean, but like that type of I talk about that in the next segment, so <laughs> I don't want to talk about it during this one. But that type of heady play that he did, yeah, was just one of those things that you look at and you go like. A, a good team needs a steady defenseman that settles the troops, and that's what he did there. He's got this little—I wouldn't say little—he's got this sophomore kid, Carson Reed, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Oh yeah, he was good too. He's good. He's bigger, strong. Yeah, yeah. good, good pair. Kid, he, they won a Bantam State title last year. World did, and and you can see it. These kids are really, really confident. Um, I talk about it later in the uh, in the segment. I talk about Jason Shogway. He had five points. Kid's a freshman. Didn't he didn't look, look a freshman. like a freshman. No, you know here he's playing with Grant Slukinski. You know, and it just looks like yeah. Well, that's I play with great players all the time. Well, the thing that should be noted about Warroad that's different than Rozo this year is Warroad is fast. Warroad is skilled. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not something that is commonly said about an eight A team. Like War Road or Rozo. Yeah. They're like double A. I'd like to see, and that doesn't happen, but I'd, I'd like to see this World number one War Road team yeah. take on a big time double A team, you know, like an Edina or, you know what I mean? Some of these, like, Games in of the, the hockey past for type life. of thing. No, no, yeah. just, just like get them into a couple, you know, they'll, they, they play a Grand Rapids, they play yeah. a Moorhead, but, yeah. but they don't play like a, a, a Metro based super team. That would be yeah. fun to see. Yeah, it would be interesting. Um, definitely would enjoy seeing those jerseys anywhere they go. Yeah, it was a good-looking jersey this year. Did not have white trim on the on the yellow numbers. numerals. Uh, but other yellow that, numbers are different, but they, was, they're they still okay. I like that. I love the jersey. Love the jersey. Great jersey. They had, they the, had the Indian front. heads on the shoulder this year. It, they doubled it down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they doubled it down. It was good. It was good. Uh, Okay, moving on. St. Cloud Cathedral 7, Totino 5. Um, Cathedral had um, Totino put away in this game, and Totino crawled back. Uh, took an empty net goal to make the 7-5. to five. Uh, Totino's a pesky team. Mm-hmm. Um, Moose is big Huge. player. <laughs> Someone sent me a picture of Moose. He's got a beard, right? Uh, maybe. I, I wasn't looking And I said he had more facial hair when he was a squirt. <laughs> The joke because Kyle Heffron. Kyle, uh, he was a legendary squirt hockey player. He was unstoppable. Yes. And he's now coming into his own as a high school player. Yep. Yep. He, he, he had a good game, had a couple goals. Um, East Grand Forks, five. Greenway, zero. Good win for the Green Wave there. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after a tough loss. Especially after a tough loss. And I think that was a home game, yep. I want to say. Um, Delano, seven. Monticello, three. I thought this was a very good win for Monticello. Yes. Maybe I should have. I forgot I wrote this one down. So maybe Delano should move into my top ten. Maybe. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, Zeta five, St. Cloud, regular St. Cloud four. I thought that was a good showing by St. Cloud. Yeah. Brianna was at that game, too, and she said that St. Cloud really hung tough with Wyzetta. Uh, which, uh, that's kind of why. again, makes you just scratch your head more about 8AA. Yeah. I, uh, Lakeville, or. Uh, Duluth East 5, Lakeville North 2. Duluth East went 3-0 and this week. Um, did Lakeville North win a game this week? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Lakeville South did win a ga- another game. They won um, 6-2 to over Burnsville. Lakeville mm-hmm. South kind of – they're priming for another good matchup against Rosemount. And we saw Burnsville over at Egan yeah. a couple weeks ago, and I thought that was a pretty decent team. Yeah, they have a good top line of mm-hmm. Ashan and Orlob. I, I like that. Um I think this one you might have noted, um, Minneapolis 2, Mountain West Tonka 2. 
in overtime. Yes. Now, Minneapolis is a team that has not got off to a very fast start. I mean, just no. a horrible start. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and Mount Westonka was the one who beat was Little hot. Falls. And, and, and I've had them in our top ten this week. I looked at their, their games and thought that they had a decent start and put them in the top ten. And getting tied by Minneapolis might bump them out this week. Yeah, um, I agree there. But a good tie by Mount mm-hmm. Westonka. Um, Rogers, 5, Buffalo, 2. That's what you had talked about before. Um, Hermantown, 9, Matamidi, 2. This was a kind of a head-scratcher. Um, yeah. Somebody texted me, is Hermantown legit? Is Matamidi that bad? What is this? And I was like, Matamidi is not that bad. No. They just missed Colin Hagstrom, yep. I think. I agree. Um, so I think if this is a state tournament game, it's not a running time game by any stretch. No, no. I, if it is, it's the semifinal game again. Yep. Um, Creighton four, Benilde one. Uh, did you talk about that I with think, Matt? Uh, I'm not so sure on the show, but you know what he did say? I'm not sure if he said this on the show or before the show. It was a great take. He goes, it was just like the St. Thomas game. Oh. He goes, we got up 3 nothing." And then they scored to early in the third period. And oh. we all looked at each other and said, this is not going to happen again. <laughs> and it didn't. They won, went on and held serve and went, went on and won 4-1. to one. It's good that they got Jack Nye back. And according to Matt, he said Jack had a between-the-legs goal and in <laughs> the game <laughs> against um, uh, Benilde. Okay. So okay. On, on a breakaway. So I'm sure he could get film of that one. That would be cool. This is not just a good win for Creighton. This is a very good section win for Creighton. Um, it, they'll play Blake later this week. We'll yep. talk about that in a little bit. Yep. Um, but they only have two section teams scheduled this year because yep. they play in a different conference than the rest and of their section. Yeah, but I heard that conference is going to go back to one game again. Yep. So, so now it's going to go next year. Creighton's going to have a bunch of open dates. Yeah. So um, what I heard is they'll play. Let's say they'll play the Big Ten West. Yep. Okay. And then they'll, they'll play w- twice, and then they'll play yep. a Big Ten East, East once. once, and then they'll play a conference championship in Which Indianapolis. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. love the concept. Yeah, I, I think that's a fun concept because then you could possibly have a Creighton White Bear like twice. Yep. Type of thing, and that's yeah. uh, you know that's good for both teams. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's great. And then everyone gets another game, and you get a game, another conference game, but you get to get to play against someone more your speed. Well, you have a quality opponent yeah. that you're playing against, and, yep. and that's a good thing. Um, Grand Rapids 5, Elk River 2. I noted that earlier. That's a good win for Rapids, mm-hmm. to, uh, a good section win to finish off the Holiday Classic. Minnetonka 6, Chaska 4. Minnetonka scoring late in the third. Chaska was leading this game. Yes, yes. So good win for Minnetonka. I also think this is a quality game for Chaska to know that they can skate with Minnetonka. Yeah, I think they I think they can skate with any team in the state. I just think they're super immature young team. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think goaltending is an issue for for Chaska. I mean, you have if you have a freshman goaltender in there. The you're, freshman you're, goaltenders you're putting yourself in a really bad spot. It doesn't matter who you are. It's oh, let's take a look at circle back to Matamidai last year. Ben Dardis had a great year. He's a great goaltender, yeah. but he's a freshman. Yeah. And, and that's a question mark when you get to the state tournament. Not that Dardis let that team down no, by any stretch, no, no. but that's a question mark that you have with freshman goaltenders. Jake Ottinger is another good example of that. Like Phil North back in the day. Yeah, but he was like a man. You know? <laughs> but still, he's a freshman. 
Yeah, but he was a man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake Ottinger was a man in Pee Wee's. Okay, those are two different. Jake Ottinger was 6'3", and yeah. Ben Dardis might be 5'3". So. Right, 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 right. You know, it's sad, and, and this has nothing to do with high school hockey, so I'm, I'm going to go off on, on off the rails here. But Jack no, Starks, Jack Starks playing in Sioux Falls for for whatever. Musketeers? Cheer 1. No, U16, oh. U16 okay. team. I still, for the life of me, can't figure out why he didn't see he was going to be the best goaltender at Chaska High School and would have gotten all those games. And and now he's playing out, out in Sioux Falls I, I just because he's a darn good goaltender. I mean, he's really good. One of the best 03, you know, sophomore, junior goaltenders in the country. And I wish he were playing here with us in Minnesota. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's I, all I'm going to say. Okay, moving on. Hill Murray won. St. Thomas Academy won in the Catholic Cup. Um, good showing for St. Thomas there. Kind of a head scratcher. I didn't think that Hill I Murray. Hill's a better team. I, they are the better team. Yeah. I, I've seen both of these two teams play, so that one kind of uh, makes me question it. I, yep. uh, again, St. Thomas is putting up good scores, bad losses. Good scores, bad losses. Yeah, they, they uh, just can't seem to. Except if they play Blake, for the exception of the Blake and Blaine game, Hill's been struggling to put the puck in the net. Yeah, and that's always been kind of an issue with this like group of kids, I would say. Yeah. They haven't, in the last couple of years, been putting the puck in the net consistently. Right. right. Um, okay, and then the final game of the week was Eden Prairie 1, Edina 0. I went to You've this been one. raving all about this game. I'm just dying to hear about this soccer game you, that you went to last night. Well, I... I would say after the first period, it was like, okay, well, when's Eden Prairie going to score? And so then we saw, sat through the second period, and it it was all Eden Prairie. My neck was cranked down that way, okay? And so then Edina started springing players. Just had a couple of breakaways in the second period. Yeah. And then the crowd got into it. Like, the crowd noticeably started seeing this go on. And so then – you know, slowly but surely, like, going into the third, it was like, okay, Eden Prairie's got to score. If they don't score first, this is going to be a fluky game. Yeah. And so that's that's what happened is Johnny Middle said scored, and then it's just – then the penalties started to happen because the penalties always start to happen. It and then Kurt started teams. yelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what happens in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Boltman got into it. It was great. Boltman and Steves got into it. Steves kind of checked him up high. Boltman finished that that check, and they were both on the ice. He called off, um, called Boltman. Okay, Boltman jawing his way to the box, and then then he goes gets Steve's. I could see the look on Ben Steve's face from the top end of the rink. It was he, no, me, no. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what makes this game so much fun. Is this is a good good showing by Idana. This is a good. One loss game shows they can play with the number one team in the state. It's also a good win for Eden Prairie because they can beat Edina. Yep, they couldn't do that last year. Nope. They can do that this year, and that's a big, big you know thing off the back there. Confidence booster. And Matt Gleason talked about it. I think it was off the show about he saw that score and was like, "That's an eyebrow raiser." That tells me that they're a better team than than their scores. And he goes, yeah. I, I can't figure it out. They play Eden Prairie to one nothing. Yeah. Uh, but they can't beat Benilth. Exactly. You know, exactly. that was kind of his take on it. Yeah. It was fun to have him in here. He kind of he, he kind of 
certified a lot of stuff that we think. He thinks yeah. the same way. And he's playing in the game. He's seeing the team. So it's a little bit different when you're on the ice versus up in the stands. Okay, now we've prepped this a lot, Tony. So let's take away our s- Sniper's Edge player interview. Tony, you want to take this? Okay, thanks a lot, Danny, for uh, getting the show kicked off. We have Matt Gleason here in studio at the Bloomington Studios. Matt, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We've never done this format, the two people in the studio uh, rocking with just a, with the player. Uh, Matt, uh, talk a little bit about your committed to Colorado College. What are your future plans after your high school season ends? Uh, so, yeah, after this year, I'm planning on going down to play with the Chicago Steel in the USHL. And then after one year there, most likely going to play for Colorado College. You excited to reunite from uh, the Nativity days with the Christie brothers out in Colorado College? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was always kind of the dream growing up is to just go on to the next level playing with them. And it's just really cool to see that come full circle. So talk a little bit about growing up. Uh, were you guys like literally same neighborhood? I know the same grade school, but was same neighborhood too? Yeah. Like backyard I mean, yeah. basketball and hockey. And everything, football, yeah. everything. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, my God, your IQ collectively goes down every minute you go to those <laughs> yeah. guys, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. I grew up with, as you know, I grew up with Ray Christie. And Ray, uh, when you were in fifth or sixth grade, called me up. He goes, Tony, you're missing this kid from the east side. His name's Matt Gleason. He's unbelievable. And usually I get a lot of those calls to got to get kids in our events. And, well, was Ray ever right? You came in. You were the MVP of our Pee Wee Challenge, and uh, the rest is kind of history. Yeah. <laughs> state championships at the Pee Wee level. Uh, that was probably a pretty cool experience winning the state title. Yeah, game. really cool. Walk through some of those. There was one of those games, I think, against Alexander where you were down, like, by three goals with – like two minutes left. And yeah, it was not right. I, yeah. I wasn't there. I was in Duluth for Bantam. So what? I mean, the first that? year it was kind of expected for us. We just had a really good team through and right. through. But right. we always collided with Matamidi. We played him about six times throughout the year. And did you beat him up like up in Two Harbors or something like it that? It was Crookston, Crookston, which was a great atmosphere. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. But yeah, we played him twice for districts, and then we played him championship of districts, regions, and state. Wow. Wow. And it was just, it was kind of a grind to keep playing them. But, yeah, that year it was kind of like we should do this. But the second year it was a little iffy. I mean, we didn't have the best squad, but we kind of came together at the end. Yeah. And then Alexander, we were down 2-0. That was it, yeah. No, 3-0 yes. with four minutes left shorthanded. And you were shorthanded. Yeah, shorthanded. Yeah, this is like where legends are made, yeah. right? Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, uh, we, we put two in on shorthanded and then one with 10 seconds left and then beat them in double OT. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, the, the championship wasn't as intriguing. It was like a football score, right? With yeah, the war like road. It was like 7-3 or something. Yeah. Think, yeah, it was a pretty high-scoring game. Now, that team I just saw getting into what we're going to talk about, just – we're just going to go hockey nerd and talk high school <laughs> hockey. I saw many of those same kids, Warroad, this past weekend uh, take care of business against East Grand Forks. Uh, Grant Slukinski, who I'm sure was on the ice that yeah. day in that, that Pee Wee State title game, he's still the same kid, you know, puts the great hockey mind, uh, surely talented, but he sure made a beautiful pass on the back door, uh, which was their game winner on Friday night. That was my lone – well, I saw the Grand Rapids – uh, game as well. You saw how many games this week? Not not including your own. You saw yeah, a bunch I saw of the a couple. Cup, right? I mean, the, the Catholic Cup, Holy Angels, Holy Family, and then STA and Hill. I saw that night game. 
But that was the only games this week. And then your, was your only game the Benilde game? We played Eastridge on Thursday night. And too. that was like a 5-1 to one five game. 5-1, one, Was yeah. that there? Or that was Charles at our place, Schultz? yeah. That one of your first home games, wasn't it? No, uh, we had we had about three conference three? Okay. games at home, yeah. But we are on a we had a road series coming up. We're not home till late January. So. Okay. All right. Well, let's, we'll, we'll get back to the Raiders sh- uh, shortly. Uh, let's do this. We have three items on our list today we're going to talk we're, you and I are going to make top tens. We're going to compare. I'm obviously smarter than you, so mine's going to be the <laughs> right one. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about uh, three surprise teams. We each have three. And then we're going to talk about three or four uh, newcomers to the high school game. You were a big newcomer your freshman year. People didn't know who you were, and and uh, you were you, you splashed on the scene. We're going to talk about a few of those uh, Matt Gleason's three years ago. Uh, I got a few, and you got a few. Uh, let's start off with our top ten. You want to give me your number one? I'm shocked if you don't pick Eden Prairie. Yeah, this one's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, just looking at their players on paper, it's kind of hard not to choose them. So Eden Prairie, number one. Well, it's fun to because I actually have a player who's played against them. So give me what, what did they do well? What when? How can they get beat? I think the thing that stood out to them is they just have so much star power that they can just take over a game. Even if a guy's playing bad, another guy can come through and score. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of team you watch, and they'll have five highlight real goals in a game. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. To beat them, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to take a full 51 minutes to beat them, and you just got to play a perfect game because if you mess up, they're going to take advantage of it. Used to be the section that you're in was the one that no one wanted to be in. Yeah. Right? Six double A had... You know the the Dino Wyzetta duo, and then every everybody else, right? Um, I think this is the section no one wants to be in. You don't want to be in a section where you have a prohibitive number one like Eden Prairie. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I feel bad for those teams in that section. We'll get to six double A, which yeah. I think is wide open. I'm sure at th- at some point through this discussion, we're going to talk about how wide open six double A is. Who do you have at number two? Uh, I got Andover at two. All right, uh, no no dispute there. Their only loss is to Blake this year. Um, I like that team. Uh, they took care of business and um, uh, with Maple Grove this week, and I think yeah. that they are the prohibitive number two, and it should be a fun matchup if those two teams, Eden Prairie and Andover, could play. All right, now I think we're going to get a difference. Who do you have at number three? Uh, I got White Bear at number three. Did you go to that game? Did you watch that I one I did online? not, no. Okay, uh-uh. yeah, I, watched I haven't that seen one. them play this year, actually, yet. Uh, Hill? You have a Hill or White Bear? I have White uh, Bear. Okay, all right. Yeah. And, and, and before the broadcast, what did you say about White Bear Lake? Uh, they just in my experience with having to go against them twice a year for the past three years, they are one of the hardest working teams in Minnesota. Okay. So like just playing against them. You just know it's going to suck that night. <laughs> I love that. That is a hot, your first hot take there, Matt. You're going to have a few more. I'm sure today I have Hill Murray at number three and white bear at number four. Uh, yeah, they just lost to him. And I, I just watched that game and I thought Hill Murray was the better team. And I think uh, when push comes to shove, I think they have more talent than White Bear. And I think at the end of the year, uh, that will prove out that uh, Hill Murray will be in the state tournament wearing their black uniforms and White Bear will be at home watching on TV. Yeah, I think that's going to be a crazy section final, as it always is. But I think Hill's up there, too. I mean, I got them in my top eight, but. I just think watching them last night against SCA, they got to learn to close out teams. Because, like, that White Bear game, they gave up a goal in the last minute. 15 seconds. Yeah, which caused them to lose in overtime. So, I think if they get it going, they can for sure move up to those top three spots. All right. Uh, so, you have – who do you have at number four, then? I, I got Rosemount at four. Rosemount, okay. Um, and I have White Bear at four. 
Who do you have at five? Hill at five. Hill at five. All right, yeah. so we're pretty close. We we agree on the who is in the top five, but we don't agree on the order. Yep. All right, I have Rosemount at number five. Their pounding of Chaska on YHH earlier this week impressed me. Um, I'm not sure they're quite there yet, but I think that they're better than Edina, who I have at number six. Who do you have at six? I have South, who actually beat Rosemount, but I didn't get to see that game, so I think Rosemount just probably didn't play their best game that night. Yeah, I like that call. So, we're again, we're pretty close. I have Edina at six. You have South at six. Who do you have at seven? I got Edina at yeah, seven. So we're, yeah, so we're literally splitting yeah. hairs here at this point. Maybe it's going to get interesting when we get to the uh, eight spot. Who do you have at eight? I got Maple Grove at eight. See? This is great. I knew at some point we would get to Kyle Kukinen in this discussion. Uh, Kyle goes out for the year, breaks his leg against Andover. I'm from my rankings, and not that these are published. We end up we use Carl's rankings, but I'm pulling Maple Grove out of my proverbial top ten. I'm gonna have to see what this Maple Grove Grove team can do without Kyle Kukinen. Yeah. It's almost like they get washed off the the map and they have to bring it back in. Matt, you think even without Kyle Kukinen, they're a top ten team? Yeah, I mean Kyle Kukinen's a great player. He plays super hard, super hard to play against, and he's definitely the center of that team. But I also think they got some guys back behind him. I mean, with Kyle Kukinen, I think they're a top three team for yeah. sure. And I think without him, they're for sure gonna have to prove themselves a little bit. But they still fall in my top ten. Okay, so you got them in eight. I have their section opponent, Blaine, again, who you don't – do you have them in the top ten? I got them at nine, okay, yeah. all right, so we're, we're close there. I have Blaine at eight. Um, again, Blaine, if you're listening, uh, are you out there? They're going to have to do – they're going to have to fix some things in order to, to be a real contender in the state tournament. I think yep. right now they have the uh, – I say this, and this gets everybody angry. They have the easiest route to the state tournament of any one, uh, any double-A team in the state. Well, yeah, especially with Kukinen out now. I mean, that was for sure the favorite before he went down, but now they're going to have a – they got a pretty easy route if they get their stuff together here. Your brother played on this team. Do you remember it was like 2016, Creighton beats undefeated Benilde over at Wilmington? Yeah, yeah. I tweeted – Wyzetta now has their easiest route to the state tournament that they've that their program has ever had, and boy, did that make the <laughs> Cretan parents mad. I just meant it like because it's usually at the beat Edina, and yeah. Edina was down that year, yeah. and I thought that that the now Wyzetta, who was 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 kind of a one-two at the end, they had a, a pretty easy route to go to state. And guess what? Wyzetta won the state title. That yeah, year. they beat Casey in the in the in the state championship game. All right, uh, who who did you have at eight? Uh, Maple Grove at eight. So you Maple Grove. All right. So we're still we're good there. Now number nine. Who do you have at nine? I have Blaine at nine. Blaine at nine. I have a team called Creighton Durham Hall <laughs> at nine. You heard of these guys before? Just a little bit. Know a little bit about them. I gotta them. ask. Right, do you have them in your top ten? No. I, I, is this the Matt Gleason? I I know <laughs> not very confident of your team. Why, why not? It's, it's not a not confidence thing. I'm just happy with where we're at right oh, now. Oh, you like yeah. kind of being dark horse? Yeah, kind I don't. Of, I'm not buying it any longer. I saw for two periods. I saw one of the best teams in the state over at Bloomington to kick off the season. Yeah. And you just speaking of finishing games, Hill Murray. If you could have finished that game off, I think you'd be in the top ten. All right now. Yeah. With a big victory over St. Thomas, that would have probably gotten you in the top ten by this point. Right? Yeah, I think the big thing for us is just learning because we're so young. I mean, yeah. I think the reason why we won this weekend against Benilde is because we lost to St. Thomas because it was the same exact situation. 3-0 <laughs> yeah. going in the third. We gave up one early. But instead of getting down like we did, we just bounced back, and it was just good for us to get that Yeah, so you guys are growing. Yeah, exactly. That's good to see. All right, so who do you if, if, who do you have at 10? Who do you have at 9? 
Nine's Blaine. Blaine, okay. And then at 10, you have... Wyzetta. I have the team you beat yesterday, Benil. I'm hanging on to, and we talked about this last week in the show, I'm still hanging on to the game where they played Edina last year at Mariucci, extremely tough for two and a half periods, and all those kids returning. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that team and that group to appear because they've been in a closet now for 10 games. Yeah. And I think I'm just waiting for them to get out of that closet and to be that team that was that good at the second half of last season. Yeah. Who do you got at 10? You got another six that a, double yeah. A. I knew we would see. I, we didn't have to try to get the <laughs> six double A. We should have a separate section on six double A. You're in six double A. Years past, usually the top two teams, top three teams in the state come out of six double A. Yeah. Right now we're looking through here. I mean, is where Edina's the first one at six for me. What are they at for you? Seven. Seven. That's unheard of. Yeah. And then you guys at nine, and you don't have anyone else. You have just just have Wyzetta, right? Yeah, but then you could honestly throw Blake in there somewhere, yeah, too. Blake so it's... is in there. There's five legit teams in this section who could give him run. And, and you, we get to later, in your, in your team surprises, you like Holy Angels a lot. So, yeah. so there's another team that could do some damage as, as, as teams grow. All right, there was our spoiler. We're going to talk a little bit about some surprise teams in the state. Do you want to go first? You got uh, you have one we just talked a little bit about, Wyzetta. Yeah, so my first one's Wyzetta. I mean, they don't have very big names. I mean, they graduated some good players last year with Joel Matthews and Tommy Bergslund, but I think what it comes down to is systematically they're very good. I mean, they play hard. I remember there was that summer festival yeah, out they in got, Dinah. They, they got, got first finals. place. Yeah. Only lost oh, they lose to Maple, Maple Grove? Maple Grove, yeah. But going into that week, it was like, who do they have? And they and were now good. They, yeah, now they're they're tying teams. I, I know they tied Benilde. And lost to Edina by one, Blake but then they beat one. yeah they beat Blake. So they're competing for sure, and they're going to be a good contender at the end of the year. And what does that say about your section? Every one of these games, even the Edina Benilde, one goal game. Yeah, all it's crazy. One goal games. Uh, for the, that, which means a four or five game in sections is going to be great. Hopefully, you guys aren't in that one yeah. because that's a tough game. Yeah. But it really isn't that big a deal because actually, I think the four or five is kind of an advantage. If you, especially if you win, obviously, you win the four or five game. The number one seed isn't going to be some world beater, you know, yeah. number one team in the state. So it's going to be a section Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be wide Bloomington open, yeah. Or already Dinah, it's going to be great. All right, one of my surprise team, again, I just dogged them a few minutes ago, was White Bear Lake. I didn't think yeah. they were as good as Hill, and now the, you know, I can feel the, the egging of our building here soon from the people from White Bear Lake. But I think they're a good team. Yeah, I, I agree. I really do, and, and, I, and I just am super high on all of the talent that Hill has that I think that, that I thought they were the better team the other night. Um, but White Bear Lake has kind of that it. Factor. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, they're hard to play against. Uh, you got you got snipers like Billy Rose and and uh, Leighton Road. These are guys that they're performing way better than I thought. Um, I thought they might be a borderline top ten team. Now they're legit top. You know, I think they're. You could argue they're the third best team in yeah. the state. Easily, mm -hmm. they're the third best team in the state. I I'm a little surprised by that. So they're my number one surprise. Who's your next surprise? You had uh, we talked a little bit about Pat's team. Yeah, Holy Angels. Uh, I have them on there because they had a really good start to the year this year. Um, I mean, you definitely heard a little bit of stuff about them with them getting some seniors getting older. But what surprised me is they started six and zero, I believe, uh, yeah. and then they lost this weekend to Holy Family. But they had a big win against St. Paul Johnson this week, which yeah. I know was big for them. 
And the reason I chose them is because they had a little bit of controversy with Grizzy at the start of the year. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a big yeah. believer in him and just what he's doing over there at the program, so I'm really happy for him. Yeah, same, same. Uh, here's I got a surprise for you, going a little Class A. Uh, you had some history with these guys, but I think at the, uh, at, at the state tournament. Well, and for all sure the way Fowler's going back Cup, to Fargo, Fargo at the Squirt International. <laughs> We, we That's took them right. to overtime back there, so we've had some back and forth with them all with the way Orno, through. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, we had you guys beat them in a shootout in the Founders Cup, beat them in the state tournament, right? Yeah, First last round. six seconds left to win <laughs> that one. Yeah, you've had plenty of uh, your hands in Orno for sure. Uh, Orno's good. Uh, they're a different team because it was always Lucas Jorgensen and all his little buddies, and Lucas isn't there. He's well, like they had the Mortensen too growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. really good growing up, yeah. too, yeah. So that was a, always a really good team. I thought that Orno, uh, I saw them play against East Grand and then have been following them. They had their first loss of the season, which was to Cathedral 6-3 to on Thursday night. I think this is a team that, you know, has it, could make a case for a Final Four spot in the state tournament uh, come March. So, all right, last surprises. I, I'm, I like this one that you have. Let's talk about them. Uh, I mean, Hill Murray is my third one, which a lot of people might be going crazy about. But yeah, right, right. I think that I knew they were going to be a pretty good team this year, but I think that they turned out to be a lot better than expected. Starting with, I went to that Blaine game, first game of the yep. year, and they came out really strong, just through and through. They were good offensively, good defensively. And Charlie Schroll was having a really good year so far, and same with Nick Pierre. He was Pierre. a man-child, I thought, in the game against White Bear. Yeah. He's just, he seemed to kind of take over the game whenever he was Yeah, he definitely game. matured as a player, and I think I'm really happy for him because he's a good buddy of mine. And same with Nick Pierre, who's lighting it up now. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just I think their top players are performing more than expected, and their bottom players are playing a better role than I expected. So Nick I think Pierre that they're up there. Nick Pierre had five assists, and Nick Pierre is just a pure goal yeah. scorer. Like, what <laughs> happened? These must have all been rebound <laughs> goals after he shot the puck. <laughs> all right, here's my last one, and this has nothing to do with you being on the show, but my surprise is Creighton Durham Hall, my final surprise. Uh, not surprised by how much talent uh, you guys have at the school, but my goodness, when you have as many ninth and 10th graders playing in such prominent roles, I had no idea how good you guys would be. Yeah. And despite losing against St. Thomas Academy, I remember after the first and second period, I'm like, this team's legit. They could be the best team in 6AA. Again, it didn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against STA, your biggest rival. Um, but at the end of the day, it was surely a pretty good coming out for you guys. Like, hey, this team might be pretty good. I think it's funny you don't have yourself in the top ten. You <laughs> talked earlier you want to be the dark horse. I don't think you're fooling anybody else. I think you guys might make the top ten this week uh, in the real top ten. Yeah. Ours is a bunch of fraud top tens here. But I think it's I think it's a legit team. Uh, we'll talk about – I'm going to – we're going to get to talk about a bunch of the newcomers in our newcomer section because we were going through your roster. You haven't seen a lot of new, some of the best newcomers through the teams that you've played. Yeah, in. not so yeah, not against, gonna, but more for a, ourselves. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk a lot about some of those Cretan newcomers. I'm going to go through what my first newcomer. I saw him on Friday night in uh, East Grand Forks, a kid named Jason Shagabe. Uh, Jason, he's won a couple, like you, he's won a couple youth state titles uh, at the Pee Wee and Bantam level. Um, outstanding player, great hands. Uh, he's just a really hard player to def 
defend. Uh, very silky hands, kind of kid who can put light the lay the light it up pretty quick. He's got close to 20 points as a freshman already. Um, Jason had five points, and I, I, I've tried writing about this in the article, um, but it's, it was one of these plays. He had the puck in the neutral zone, empty net, so in a one goal game, so it's still important. He got it on his backhand, backhanded it over his shoulder, and the puck landed literally. It fluttered, landed right in the crease, and then dropped right in the net. I'm like, that was unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, how did he do that? You know, I'm sure there was a little bit of luck there, but yeah. it was just showing you how gifted the kid was. So there's my first newcomer. Um, I'm gonna have you list through all of yours. Um, and then I'll finish off with my last two. You got a bunch on that Cretan team. Yeah, well, to start off, I'm going to go to a Rosemount player, Charlie Strammel. Yeah. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a ninth grader that's just huge, 6'2", or whatever he is, yeah. strong kid. He's just got everything you want in a hockey player. He's strong, good hockey IQ, really good hands, and he can shoot the puck really hard. So I do summer chain with him, so I got to know him a little bit. And Was he on your Elite League team? Yeah, but he had an injury early, so he didn't play much at all the whole year. But he's he'll be a really good player. He's young, and he's strong, and he's got everything you want in a hockey player. I went to four Elite League games, and your team was on the ice every time. (laughs) (laughs) Playing against the red team three out of the four times. I was like, I don't want to watch this team again. I want to see somebody else, but just worked out schedule-wise. All right, some of those talk about some of those Cretan guys. Well, I could honestly talk about any of them. I got Jake Sandrill, both Fisher brothers, Devin Cardenas, Attila Pai, Gabe Rasmussen, and Luke McCarthy, Zach Sundreal, and Simon Hogue. But so far, the two highlights, first I'm going to go with Jake Sundreal. I yeah. mean, he's just a workhorse. I mean, he's came in, not too much expected of him, and he's just playing a bigger role than ever expected. And it was it's really good to see. Huge game yesterday. I mean, yesterday he had two or one goal, one assist, but they were both just individual plays that really brought the team up. So great guy to have on the team. and For sure has a bright future in front His- of him. His twin brother, Zach, has always been the one. You yeah. know, I mean, he was always bigger, more physical, everything. So it's great to hear that Jake's finally getting uh, catching up and yeah. getting the pub that Zach has gotten. Yeah, and Zach's still a great player, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had a goal in, the, in that St. Thomas game. Yeah, he had a goal the other night, too. He's just coming into play, too. I mean, for sure, a little bit immature, but definitely coming to play into that role and playing the role he needs wow, to play. Wow, he's talking about a tough, tough role to be when you're right out of, you know. Yeah. Like, basically right out of Bantams where he's got a well he was injured all last year too so he was a little rusty coming in but he's definitely coming into his place good all right and then talk a little bit about Simon I think he's a special player yeah for sure he's got a bright future ahead of him too I mean freshman came into the team and we just instantly said you got to be top two defensemen on the team and he came in ready to do it so he's playing with uh Preston Thalman yeah Preston as well yeah Yeah. right up front yeah ninth grade no problem sounds a little bit like you yeah just played right away just yep your first line okay go ahead Matt and that's another kid too I mean he may not be the biggest kid but he's got everything else you want in a hockey player good IQ really good skater just solid defenseman that you can rely on. He's obviously one of our now prospects, but he's also one of those kids that, as an underager, made it to the national camp, which is hard to do. Yeah. You, you did it. It was very, it's yeah. very difficult when you're in the younger half of your birth year to go against kids that are far more physically mature, and that just shows you how much talent and grit and skill that the kid has. Yeah. All right, the last two that I have, uh, here's a kid, uh, Will Schumacher, for uh, a team I'm not allowed to say their name on this podcast, but he's it's near a casino down in the Southwest Metro. He's got 18 points already <laughs> as a sophomore. There's a bunch of good sophomores. Sammy Rice for, for that team as well has done well. Here's a kid that we've been talking about for years and years uh, on YHH. Uh, Oliver Moore's got 19 points. Uh, they played in the Catholic Cup yesterday and played, uh, Totino played, 
Cathedral, I think it was like a 7-5 to five yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done really well. It's a lot of fun to watch these ninth and 10th grade kids uh, come, you know, merge out of youth hockey and, and do so well on, on the big high school stage. Uh, let's wrap the show up now and talk a little bit about what you guys have going this week. Who do you guys play, and what do you expect? Yeah, we got a big week ahead of us with a tournament. With We play Blaine, Blake, and Centennial. So Blake, Blaine will just kind of be a good game to see how we can compete, and then Blake, big section opponent big that we got to, yeah. Big game, right? Especially coming off that win for Benil, that's a big one that we got to. And then Centennial, you just never can look past. They're the ones that yeah, took Yeah, exactly. Ma- They're a good Maple team, Grove too, overtime. yeah. So not one of those games will be easy. By yeah. the end of the week, you'll need a you'll need some time off. Yeah, an ice bath sure. for sure. <laughs> well, Matt, I appreciate you joining our show. I'm going to hand this thing back off to Danny. Thanks a lot, and good luck, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Okay, thank you, Tony. Um, that's a good interview right there. It's a fun time. And fun thanks, time. Matt. And thanks, Matt. Absolutely. Thank you to Sniper's Edge as well. Um, okay, Tony. We're not going to really do pickums, I wouldn't say no. this week, um, because this is a holiday tournament week, and we don't have Carl. So and we don't really have a champion at the, any of these tournaments anymore. No, they're chicken. They just like to schedule their games. Well, if you win in a shootout, <laughs> I think you're a champion. Yeah, if that's what makes you feel better, you hang, <laughs> uh, you hung a banner. <laughs> if you hang a banner, you're you're a champion. Okay, Tony, we have a list of tournaments. That are going yes, on. I got them. Okay. Are you ready? I don't have a lot of the exact names. If you can remember them, sure. go ahead. Okay. Uh, Hockey for Life. That's played in Prior Lake. That's our tournament. Uh, there's a tournament, a tradition tournament at St. Louis Park. There's a tradition tournament at Plymouth Ice Center. We'll talk about both, all those, three of those, those in, in in greater detail. Yep. And then this is where it gets fun. This is yeah, a this trip around the state. Wadena has a tournament. Wadena Deer Creek Holiday Classic. Thank you. War Road, which is the Hockey Town classic. classic. Uh, the South St. Paul's at the Cowtown. Uh, is that their youth it, tournament? It might be. Premier. It's Premier. Premier, Premier tournament. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, what's the Silver Bay one called? The Silver Bay. Keep going, and I'll find that one. Oh, I got the uh, um, the Duluth Marshall tournament is the Hilltopper. Hilltopper. Uh, the St. Cloud one is the Granite City something. The Granite City Holiday Classic. Or Showcase, yeah. All right. Then there's the Schwann Cup, which is now the Herb Brooks. North Shore Holiday Tournament. That's the Silver Bay. Sorry. All right. And then Fergus Falls Holiday Classic. Yeah. How do they come up with these names? They're so creative. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Oh, Tradition at the Park is the St. Louis Park. Park Sorry. Yep. Get your Uh, names right. Thiefer Falls. Is is it like the Ralph Engelstad, though? Could be. called something like that. Could be. Uh, Little Falls. What's that one called? Probably the Little Falls Holiday And then Classic. there's one in Duluth called the Heritage Holiday Classic. Classic. Yep. And there's a Roso. Oh, Hol- Roso has one as well. Holiday What's Classic. that one called? The Memorial? No, it's called the Roso Holiday Classic. Wow, is this awful. Mine not play St. Louis Park. In the Roso? Yeah. Who, who does Roso play? I don't know. I'm you just looking yet? at that okay. one. <laughs> well, there's a De Pere, Wisconsin playing in one of them. That's playing in the... That's Heritage. in the Heritage one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to be at the, uh, believe it or not, uh, the Jersey Project is going to be up at Silver Bay. There's a bunch of teams, and I would call them the random Jersey department. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Red Lake Falls, Swag Park Bag. Rapids, <laughs> Ely, North Shore. They're all going to be there. It's going to be a, a Jersey Project feast. 
Um, I'm not getting many jerseys. Um, That's at, okay. At the uh, Hockey for Life, we're going to get pick up Totino Grace and Prior Lake. We have the other six teams already in You're the book. You're 70% done. Yes, we have the, the 70% mark. After the Holiday Classics uh, times 10, um, we're going to probably be close to 85% done with the Jersey Project. Um, Which is fun. Have you seen a lot of the pictures? Yep. You got a chance with, to ride with me up to East Grand. I was showing you some of them. Any of them stand out to you as uh, ones that are uh, winners? Yeah, your, uh, I would say East Ridge is up there. That is an ugly jersey. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> I got one. I already shared it with War you. War Road's always my favorite. Yeah, that was a fun one to shoot. That's for sure. It's just cool to see a black uh, uh, War Road in person. Uh, I, my, the one I like, and I shared it with this you on the ride up, I like the Mora Malacca Mustangs. Albert Lee's were uh, solid. Albert Lee was really good, too. Yeah. I, I really liked it. So there's, we're knocking them out one after another, a lot of different jerseys. So let's talk a little, get off the jerseys and get into the rink and talk some hockey. Okay. You want me, I'll take this away. Yep. So the Wyzetta part of the tradition one. So the Wyzetta is Creighton, Centennial Hill, Wyzetta, Cloquet, Blaine, St. Michael, Elbertville, and Blake. Tony, who's going undefeated in that? Um, I'm going to say Creighton is going to go undefeated in that one. Okay. Um, that one I have, I think. Is that the one where the Creighton-Blake game is? Yes, Creighton yeah. Blake is in that one. Okay. Um, who I think I said that I think Blaine is going to go undefeated yes. in that one. Yep. Yep. So Blaine plays um, a couple of Centennial, not Centennial. They play Cloquet. That would be entertaining, though. That would be Cloquet, Creighton, and um, Wyzetta. Yep. And so we thought that the probably the best game in this tournament was the Creighton Blake one because yep. it has the most section implication oh, with yeah. it. If Creighton can win that game, they're like walking themselves into the number one seed, or at least locking down the number two. Yeah, they lock down and the they number don't play two. Play Dinah this year, do they? Those are Benilde and Blake are their only section opponents. Benilde and that's it. Well, yeah, that's gonna be hard. They're gonna have to do more than just that. They're gonna have, they're to, gonna have to play to be White, White Bear. Bear at least once to get yeah. that number one seed. Yep. If you yep. ask yep. me, because the Edina White Bears are tied. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, so who? Um, that's our who? Who do you think's gonna go undefeated? Did you say? I said Creighton. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. Next, I've officially become a Creighton pimp. I got them in the yeah, top you're, ten. You're Creighton Bobo right their, now. Get their their captain in here twice in the show. Yeah. <laughs> You sending your daughters to Creighton now? No. Okay. No. Just no. curious. Okay. The next tradition tournament is tradition at the park, which is the St. Louis Park one. Mm. That has Lakeville South, Elk River, Andover, Rosemount, mm. Benilde, Holy Family, Maple Grove, Minnetonka. Okay. Um, good litmus test to see where Maple Grove is. They open up against Minnetonka. Um, but who's going undefeated in this one? I Well, I'm taking the number two team in the state. I, I don't really get to uh, go, Andover? I don't go on, on a limb very far in these things. <laughs> I'm going to go Andover here. So I'm going to take Andover and Rosemount play, and we think this is the best game of the yeah. tournament yep. here. Um, so I'm going to say Rosemount's going to go undefeated, and they're going to win this game. I think this is, this is a good litmus test. I say that a lot right now. I don't mm -hmm. know why. It's okay. But I, I think this is a good test for both squads. Did you ever do a litmus test yeah. in chemistry yeah. class at the same yeah. time? I just want to yeah. make sure you know what litmus paper is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Seven pH is yep. water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good for you. I'm a little acidic. 
<laughs> we were both acidic on the way home. <laughs> we Heartburn, needed a lot baby. of base. Yes. Um, okay. So we we both agree that this is a top game, but this is a two thirty, I think, game on mm-hmm. um, Thursday. So I probably won't be at this game. I'll be at work dropping orders. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Poor Danny. <laughs> Poor me. Um, so that's. Uh, should be a good tournament overall, but see that one. Then the YHH Hockey for Life, Life is Hockey tournament <laughs> over in um, the casino. Yep. Um, so This is at Dakota in Prior Lake. They're not the host. You can go to the casino. You can go to the casino. You can come on see in the and casino watch four team. games for, the, for $10 in one day. That's a pretty good, pretty good deal. <laughs> That's a pretty good bargain. Pretty good deal. Um, so this was a preseason, probably a pretty good tournament. I would argue it's <laughs> become more complicated. Well, the whole st- every one of these, you look at it, you know, you look at the Plymouth tournament, you look at the yeah. the, the Sailors Park tournament. Preseason, we were know. drooling, and you then never it's, know. Ugh. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. And then Maple Grove, and Maple Grove was was going to be the greatest game ever, and <laughs> yeah. now without Kyle in the tournament, who <laughs> knows if that's a great tournament? Yeah, I know. Maple Grove Rosemount was going to be a good game. Oh. I don't know about that right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Hockey for Life. Best, life, best life game is, we think is Edina and Moorhead. It's going to be the closest, I think. Yeah. You're going to see Hunter Hodges if you haven't seen him play Hudson. yet. Hudson Hodges. Ooh, yeah, I don't okay. know why I said that. Uh, Hudson Hodges mm-hmm. for Moorhead. He's a very good goaltender. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Grammer as well on that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see where Edina stands after um, the Holiday Classic. Yeah, well, they have a tough schedule in it. I think that EP's got a tough schedule in yep. it. Yep, they play St. Thomas, and they play Moorhead as well, and yep. Chaska. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of lot of things happening. This last year, remember, Chaska went 3-0 and in this event. So who's going 3-0 this year? Uh, well, I've went Eden Prairie. <laughs> I mean, this is like a half an inch out on the limb, this one. You know? <laughs> That's I not a very far. sturdy Peter trip. went Lakeville North. On our I'm saying Prior minutes. Lake. I think the casino team, the Prior Lake plays, they, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they play Lakeville North, they play Totino, and they play Chaska, all teams that they should beat. And I think um, this is where you're going to stop playing the crickets after this, and Friar Lake's going to go on the I, map again. I, I am not, and I actually broke late in the uh, earlier in the show on the Matt Gleason section. I talked about one of their players. What as a newcomer? What? I didn't. I didn't say his what? school. What I talked about one of their players. <sighs> He's got 18 points as a sophomore already. That's pretty impressive. That's stud muffin stats. They got three or four decent sophomores, and it doesn't. You shouldn't be surprised. Their team was the best Bantam team in the state, even though they didn't win the state tournament last year. Always happens that way. Okay, Tony, that's all I got for right now. We'll probably have a lot of scores to recap next week. But It's going to be a great week. Um, you're going to be making steak and Brussels sprouts for Christmas. Yeah, and right? asparagus, yeah. mashed potatoes. Getting hungry just thinking about coming over for dinner. And bruschetta. I make a really mean bruschetta for uh, ordering the food from his dad. It was well, like, we were talking about the menu. It was like he was talking menu. a craft or something. Yeah, give me like 18 tomatoes. Give me that. There's 15 tomatoes, two things of burrata, <laughs> four shallots, fresh thyme, white pepper, wow. and just uh, bossing Himalayan his dad salt. around, bossing around. So, Sorry, uh, Christmas is going to be a boss. Uh, I can't wait. I'm heading to Madison, Wisconsin. To Should be fun. With my in-laws. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to Carl and all of our listeners out there. Don't wish him a Merry Christmas. He didn't yeah, even show up. Still gets a Merry Fine. Christmas. It's going to be a great, uh, great holiday. Three, four days uh, yep. of high school hockey, youth hockey. It's just uh, the best time of year. These next five or six days. Yeah. Should be. 
All right, Danny, good show. Thank you to our sponsor, the Red and Black League. If you're looking for a great off-season hockey league, go to redblackleagues.com. Thanks for joining us. See you guys after the game. I've got Ferraris, Maseratis, drive all over the place. I drink martinis, never seen these looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater. When it comes